Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Camp Hell and Awakey is the podcast that investigates a school for at-risk children that became a breeding ground for abuse. It was kind of like a outdoor summer camp where you would live in some cabins and do outdoor things. They always seemed to leave out the slave labor or as they called it, vocational therapy. Listen to Camp Hell and Awakey on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, 20 day fiance. Hello, I am the famous, very world famous inventor of the Zong. Uh, that is not the uh, that weird uh, angular bong, uh, but no, it's actually the Z-shaped thong uh, that I was known for. It caused a lot of lawsuits because of injuries. But uh, nonetheless, I made over $300 million in my first year in sales. I am Sophia Alexander. Thank you so much for having me on my own podcast. This is the craziest coincidence Mm. because I am Miles Gray Mm -hmm. and I am also the inventor Mm -hmm. of the Zong, but mine is a totally different invention it's like the kong you know for dogs that you filled with peanut butter but it's shaped in a z i was thinking of the adult toy okay never mind oh wow yes Mm -hmm. so i love the kong Um, well i'm sorry that's just because you haven't tried the zong the adult toy so thank you so much it's not the adult toy it is well that's what i was filled with peanut butter it's for my dog does your dog like peanut butter? I mean, not as much as he likes his own dick, but mm. <laughs> but a lot, probably. I mean, I mean, you spit facts, just straight facts, you know. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming to this podcast, which is not just about dogs liking their own dicks over peanut butter. It's actually called 420 Day Fiance. And it is a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations. All of them. This episode... Is mm-hmm. about happily ever after. Thank you, nailed it. And what is the name and season title? Four, mm-hmm. Episode eight. Um, the title? sophomore album from the rap duo from Virginia, Clips. Hell hath no fury. Um, mm. Great album. Were you Powerful. a big Clips fan? Did you fuck with Clips? I fucked with Clips. I loved Clips because I'm a huge Neptune's fan because. Uh, Pharrell, like I used to be like, I could be like Pharrell because people think he's Asian. I thought and, he's hot. And yeah, um, I was a big did. fan of the of NERD for a hot minute. Who wasn't? Um, you know, who didn't wear a trucker? You know? <laughs> who wasn't and wear an independent trucks t-shirt? But I Pharrell, know I, did. I was in that not, Tilly's every damn day. But he's not Asian, though? Maybe. I never got to the bottom of it. It didn't matter because in my mind, we were t- the same Pharrell person. I thought Pharrell was, was Blasian. Well, you Am know, I we'll wrong? never know. And we're not thorough enough yeah, as never listeners know to ever look that up because that's just <laughs> Allow us of to show. have this, okay? Yeah, please. If anything, please allow us to have that. Um, okay, so 
let's just look here. Um, it doesn't when I just look on Wikipedia, you can't aggressively just be search. Is he Asian? Pro-wise? You know what? Frequently, it'll autocomplete that shit for you, and you'll be like, "Oh, so I'm not the only offensive oh, bitch for, that was oh, looking this sh- oh, up." Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Mabuhai. Wait, okay. are there secrets? No, no, this is not a secret. He's Filipino. Oh yeah, That's we fucking. Of course. So, okay, he's legitimately Asian. That's what I thought. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Wow. Fantastic. Are you, are you learning a lot about Pharrell? Uh, I mean, yeah, his mother was a, apparently a former Filipino beauty queen. Anyway, all that to say He's is, got the cheekbones. Yeah. I believe it. See, now this isn't a show where we just talk about hip-hop from the early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> we always go on tangents to our new les- listeners. Welcome to- Y'all to gonna be- make me lose my oh, mind. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know what, really, though? The I algorithm really believes- want. Yep. Uh, that's a party up bonus uh, because it does respect the work of one dark man X, Earl Simmons, DMX, from Yonkers, New York. Uh, R.I.P. Boomer. I believe that was his back tattoo. DMX was one of my favorite rappers, if you can't tell. I love him. That was 3,000 points uh, for you, Sophia. Um, okay. Is that Let's- the Rough Rider bonus? No, that was just a party up bonus because that was specifically oh, okay, cool. more of a party. You know, that wasn't really his his Rough Rider shit is obviously much darker. That's that's the dark man X stuff. The but party up was, was get a hit. A bonus. I just would want it to be called that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, as the algorithm says, um, as you read there, it says you got to earn that shit. If you want to be, a rough, <laughs> you want to be double R. So, you know, you're gonna have to start like smoking like filterless Newports or some shit and riding a street bike with like Been a there, leather done vest that, on. Except for the and you part. need the paw tattoos like Eve. On her chest. Ooh, don't tempt me. If you me. want to be the first lady of Rough Riders. I'm going and- to get bird prints. <laughs> uh, and that's just an EVE bonus uh, of 200,000 points to Eve. I so, used to have Eve hair, but never got the Eve titty tattoos. Mm, you hate to see it. Tittoos. Tittoos? Tittoos. Yeah, tattoos. Tat tits? No. Tit. Tattoos. You got tat tits. Tat tits, though. You got tat tits. Cause you, t- but you don't tatted. think you call tattoos. titty tattoos tattoos? Titty tattoos, tutus. Call them tutus. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Shall we get into our first couple, Libby and Andre? I'm so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, worry. That's um... a yep, that's a four hundred twenty thousand point bonus. Boyness for both of us. Boyness. Oh my god, they're so high on this podcast. What's wrong with them? Seinfeld doesn't like it when we go off topic. Seinfeld hates drugs. What is wrong with you guys? What tangents? (laughs) They did a joke about what are tit tattoos. Oh no, (laughs) it's unbelievable. I'm sorry. That's not what that I did. Is a, <laughs> that is an NBC bonus to you. Um, That's plus 100K. Thank oh, you. I think that almost gets you out of Cancelvania. Almost, but not quite. So Libby and Andre <laughs> are our first couple. And we start off with them. And they're having breakfast. And of course, because it's Andre. Uh, and he has no respect for anybody. He puts out the weak mad disrespectful breakfast spread for him and his wife it's it's just like shit thrown out the refrigerator so like, like ah, 
There it is. He Boom. also doesn't even warm up any of the things that like chicken or whatever up. that could have worn, been warmed up. And also, if you're going to put, put out like, you know, cold cuts and stuff like that, like I want to see some bread out there, yeah. some tomatoes, like throw they a They were eating the gelatin thing. Holodets. I, like. I know. I hate it. It's I like, like my it. one Russian food that I do not like. And when it gets just all that like greasy gelatin and then you get like a big bite of a garlic clove. That's and disgusting. like a little meat and a little cartilage. Nah, Why not? It's it's meat jello. I it's know. meat jello and I refuse to stand for it. You know what? Shout out to Dasha who introduced me to that. Um and your family. They have a beautiful family. And their son Valentin. Okay. Oh, that's um, a that's a cute name, Vala. Yeah. Okay. Um just want to say uh that is ten thousand points. <laughs> We're just on a point spree right now with the algorithm. Woo! You know, I can't believe it. Uh, it's a so good day. the first thing he says to her is like, "So what are you sober now?" On the heels of the thing that happened last night, where he was just completely confronted by his entire friends and family. <laughs> also, like, way to call someone drunk when you were clearly drunk. Like that's yeah. a classic move. It's like, "Were well, you sober up?" She's like, "Do you mean you? Are you talking to yourself?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like i'm sorry i didn't drink anything um, she's like i had one glass of wine you were drinking way more than that and yeah. then shit really de- like fucking escalates really quickly and uh he says some shit to her like your family well they shouldn't have been here <laughs> <laughs> like the reason that the argument happened he's like well they shouldn't have come for the yeah. wedding idiots like, what their presence you yourself <laughs> was you were insisting earlier that you didn't try to rush the wedding and make everybody come to Moldova on like two week notice because right. you didn't want the family to come. And now yeah. you're like, oh, so your family fucking came. They shouldn't oh, have come. Idiots. Because <laughs> now that they're here, it's like other people are like checking it. So, yeah, he's just really in his feelings. Um, he just wants this wedding to happen. He's like. Really, he's like, dude. Well, there's no way that's not gonna happen because uh, we're we're doing this. Like, he becomes like Groomzilla, uh, and then yeah, I think that makes sense. Yes, Groomzilla, thank you. And then he's like, stop telling everyone that like I don't work and like I play video games and shit. She's like, you do play video what the fuck games. What are you talking about? Yeah, she's like, I'm and not lying like, for your ass he's anymore. He's like, not all the time. <laughs> well, that's not fair. Like, you gotta tell him like that you're cool with it. It's he's so pathetic. And I can't even trigger the Cancelvania noise. Well, you know what? Yeah, it does actually go when you mention him. He's just trash. He is so trashy and everything about him is despicable. And she's being honest about like, hey, you know, I don't want you to stay home with the kid because you're miserable at home. Let's be honest. Yeah. And he's like, no, uh, I am uh, the only person qualified to watch baby because I hate everything about watching the baby. That is how you know I have qualification. Exactly. And What a fucking douche. Please get an educational professional to take care of that fucking baby. If he wants to really be like oh well, i'm fine with it then that's you have to actually let go of all that other gender normative shit that you have about being a man like if you really did own that shit you wouldn't be like doing trying to thread this impossible needle of like bro that's in charge it's like kind of a dad but also like daddy full-time but like don't fuck with me when i'm playing my games Libby. 
And don't tell my dad. Don't tell and your dad. And he keeps dad. saying that he's like, I'm the man. I decide what happens in the family. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. And then he's like, hey, tell my family you like it when I stay home. Mm-hmm. If you're so mm-hmm. in charge, why do you need her to speak for you? Yeah. So then the next scene that we see with them is that they have like a dinner. They go out to a really nice dinner. Chuck, Charlie uh everyone the, the every squad, friend we've everybody. seen the family everyone the in-laws everyone's there and it looks like a, again such a fun restaurant because it feels like this like i don't so know like, homesick for yeah. russian fucking giant gathering like whimsical Ugh. whimsical restaurant interior like with this gigantic round table that just felt like you're about to share just copious amounts of food it's uh, like what you like after your communist like meeting, you go and celebrate around a large uh, round table like that. I just want Everyone that. feels seen, you know. I can't it's wait. We can't wait for just big round table spreads. We really can't. I cannot wait. And like, you know, the Japanese kind of equivalent is like going to like Izakaya like casually with your friends uh, yeah. and just get a ton of stuff. Everyone's picking this stuff. You got so many going. little sticks fucking flying everywhere. Woo! Oh my god. God, just shout out to izakayas, man. If you've never God. been to a Japanese izakaya, like a proper one, please go. I want a little, That's three million points. A little chicken heart. Yeah. A little liver. Uh, mm. If you're, yeah. Oh, if you're ever in the Kichijoji oh. area, Iseya is one of my favorite yakitori places. Get the Hinadori. Kakuni. Woo. Okay. So let's get down to this dinner. They have a nice dinner. Chuck starts wincing at certain things he eats. There's one dish that looked kind of good where you're eating like pork fat and like hitting that with like vodka. Yes, please sign me up for all of it. So I think it was Sala, which um, is really delicious. And what is that? Sala is like, I guess, lard or fat, mm-hmm. but like you don't cook with it. You like cut little slices of it and you eat it like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. way you would eat a cold cut. Got it, got it. So if you look it up, I don't oh, know, probably yeah. spell S-A-L-O. Yes, Sala, yeah. One of the most tasty and healthy treats in Russian culinary tradition. So good. A low meat, high fat, salted companion often used to chase with vodka. The See, that's, pork are that's salted what I think it brine. was. Yo, honestly, like just it's anything so good, where you're like, so you got good. chaser food. What? That's how... Oh, that's how all of our cuisine is based on that. And I love having like a little piece of dark bread, a little piece of sala. Then you get like a tomato on that bitch or like a pickle or like a little of the spicy carrots or like some sauerkraut. It is so good. And then a little vodka. All right. All right. All right. All right. Perfect. I get it. I get it. We have to continue this terrible landscape. Okay. So then the dinner starts inevitably veering towards um you know andre and his past because it seems like our man has juicy secrets Secrets. we don't know what they are what they could be but we do know they're there because he's very evasive when talking about the reasons for him moving to ireland from moldova what is what are the circumstances under which he met you know libby what he wanted to do after the fact and he asks his friend she his, gets shady. Yo, his friend just straight up is like, bro, I'm not telling you why. Like, what? He said, no, the first <laughs> thing his friend said was, <laughs> um, so, hey, uh, w- w- what did you say brought Andre to Ireland? I don't remember. 
<laughs> it's like he's in fucking court being right 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 asked about the night of the murder that's a good homie though yeah i don't know shit. yeah and then after that he's like uh okay that's we- that's a weird mm-hmm. answer mm-hmm. and then andre gets real bothered and he's like he's not gonna tell you shit yeah and he's like bro i'm not telling you anything it's, and you're like, ooh. Yeah. And then he when his, did something bad. I mean, when his brother's like, so, you know, so what happened, Andre? Like, why did you, you know, what were you doing in Ireland? What was going on? He's like, it's not your fucking problem, all right? Like, when he, when he just immediately took off from there to rather, if you were normally evasive, just be like, oh, I was just doing my thing. You know, if you were full of shit, like, if you were actually full of shit, you just, you deflect. You're like, on, oh, but he's so fired up. There is so much there. Secret, what is going on with that's him? some juicy, juicy stuff? It's because so juicy. Anything that even veers in the territory vaguely of being about crime mm-hmm. makes Andres so uncomfortable. Yeah, like notice when they're like talking, he's the dad's like, Oh, so you guys grew up together? He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we grew up together. He's like, Oh, was he a troublemaker? Just trying to be like, you know, <laughs> right. lighthearted. See, you yeah, you yeah. would say that, you know, and then uh, he's like, uh, you, you know, we do typical kid stuff, <laughs> uh, break window, we all do it. Uh, right. And then it's just like he gets immediately so defensive and so yeah. so like no everyone was troublemaker not not just yeah. me it's, it was the culture and it's charlie, like why are you so scared what what are you hiding yeah charlie is just his whole thing i think that he's just the i guess narrative he's trying to like spin or get to is that Andre just moved to Ireland to just get one step closer to be able to move to America. That's really what it's all about. Now, that may be true, but the circumstances around him leaving Moldova seem way more suspicious than like his thing of like, you just did this to come here. Like, that's I don't even think he thought that. I think that anything that was close to that. Because he, he never mentioned the green card when when he starts getting frustrated with the brother Andre yeah. and he's like he's like well you're saying I'm married over the green card he's like I never said that yeah mm-hmm. I think he was thinking that that's what everyone's accusing him of because he's already so defensive but actually people aren't accusing him of of anything because they don't know anything about him Dude, they're the literally he- just trying to get information and he's so threatened by that he's like oh i'm mad at your family because they ask a lot of questions what are I you mean, a fucking mafiosi what are you doing mafioso right yeah i don't know look i'm not that lengardia mafioso oh, you like that <laughs> no <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, uh, the algorithm did. That was minus 3K. Um, just to his homie who was like, I didn't know shit. I mean, shout out to you uh, for really keeping the secret, but also uh, stop keeping men's secrets. Men stop keeping each other's secrets. This, it doesn't lead to anything good. Uh, the whole idea with that's where it gets very suspicious, though. You know, like it's not, no one's able to be casual about it. Like it just feels that there's a lot of gravity to the reasons behind him leaving. And that's what is so alarming to me, uh, and I think to everybody, because you're just like, okay, uh, people are screaming just because I asked what happened. That's not a good sign. Also, to think that a woman that literally had a baby with this fucking dude doesn't deserve to know the truth about his life. Yeah, the whole thing is so very shade. problematic. Let shade, her fucking shade, decide shade. if she wants to stay with him after knowing shade, all the facts. Shady. 
Yes. No, mm-hmm. don't bring Sade's gorgeous I should fucking not. Yep. name oh, and likeness into I'm this. Sorry, You're already canceled. It's minus do this? three million, actually, for bringing up Sade Adu uh, in any kind of way that is not in with the utmost respect and respecting her as an angel from on high um, who gave us... Oh, have you heard the um, Neptune's remix of Without You by Sade? No, but I was grooving to Without You yesterday because we were talking about... Um, the Neptune's remix, though? Oh, and may good listeners. If you like Sade and you like the Neptunes, look at that remix. Also, there's another cool one that is like an Afrobeat remix of Without You that is also very, very dope. Um, if you like a lot of Sade remixes, damn, I could do a whole show just talking about that. I love a remix. Wow, thank you so much for blessing us with that. Um, shall we move on to uh, Asuelu and Kalani? Yes. Wait, but are we going to just like not finish up with the fact that her brother oh. and her fucking husband fight each other? They didn't at- fight each other. They're, no, they didn't fight. I mean, they faking. try. They're pump they- faking. They both didn't want. They- but I'm just saying it's disrespectful to the spread. Oh, absolutely. How do I'm you just- dare you do this in front of they're this all beautiful t- they- full table? Look, I wish I could just see a very nice version of like a Moldovan family without all this other bullshit. I well, love, the parents I like, are super nice. He's such a shit bag. I'll watch. I want to just see all the food. I just want to know what everything is. I want to watch it get made. I want to eat it. I want to be around people. I want to share food and Me not too. worry about a pandemic. Anyway, I digress. Let's get move on. Let's get move on to yes. them. Uh, they go to a Samoan store. Uh, in around town before they Kalani go to Washington and a Suelu because yeah. he can't show up without gifts to the family. We see this a lot with mm-hmm. like any culture, pretty much. You can't Yo, just show up handed. someplace. Mm-hmm. No, that's bullshit. That's in Russian. Like you do not do that. You do not show up with empty hands. So um, he's like, okay, I have to get some gifts at the store. And she's like, that's cool. But like, yo, uh, you're, Picking up a brown meat tin that costs forty eight dollars—that's mm-hmm. like most of the budget. We're not yeah. buying that much fucking brown beef. And she well, was like, "He's like, oh it. well, okay, but two cans seems stupid. You have to buy six cans of the beef." I'm like, "Are you on Paul's buy five get yeah. five fucking <laughs> coupon system, Kalani? <laughs> Kalani, you got to buy five to save five of this of this tin meat." this is good tin meat i love tin meat the cool thing about tin meat is you can open it up in the back of your camry and while you're uh you know just there with your your homies that are actually a pack of feral raccoons that might be rabid and you share that your tin meat with them and uh you regaled them with stories of your failed marriage um also (laughs) at some point we're gonna have to talk about what happened with paul and carini because something irl went down and we'll get to that when we actually get to that part but um very very uh weird shit um which got me thinking as i was doing that because i was texting you like yo what the what is going on um but we digress we will get to that rest assured they go to the Samoan store yes he doesn't want to come empty-handed and but the the problem is he can't give him a thousand his his mother a thousand dollars because that's literally a month of his pay yes that he wants to come with gifts to maybe offset that disappointment i know i'm coming i don't have that much cash but here's a thousand bucks 
and uh, here's like you know some t-shirts and stuff this dude from has a gift two store. children yeah and he's like oh should i buy a 48 dollar t-shirt that says dad or like for who for who is that shirt he was looking oh, at shirts i don't that's... know anyone anyone that's not how clothes work he was looking at shit that just said Samoa on it. Like, he was at an airport gift store. Yeah, I'm like, they know where they're from. That is Why not... would they want a shirt that says that? I think he is so out of his wits that he has no money that he can't do it. And I think it sucks because on one hand, I totally understand about, you know, in any kind of country where you're leaving your home country to go work and be able to send money back home, there is sort of a burden or feeling that responsibility, or that that's just sort of culturally what you do. And I think he wants to do that. But the reality is he also can't. So it's not that he's being shitty. He's not working enough. So there's no way he's going to be able to have that kind of cash on hand. And he's also getting caught up in this very... It's You can almost kind of see that he's sort of trying to have a reckoning with the idea that the only way he can get the affection of his family is by bringing money. But also... The fact is, he is a terrible family member. He doesn't offer anybody any support ever. Not yeah. emotional, not anything. Not to well, his fucking kids, he's not completely to his wife. Juvenile. So yeah, so uh, if I were his mom, I guess I'd probably want $1,000 too because he ain't worth anything. Like, yeah. It's not like he's there for her emotionally. He's a baby. Yeah. I don't know if he's willfully stupid or just actually not smart. You know yeah. what I mean? Because forever I've said that he's like just not a bright bulb and I can't tell what the deal is uh, if I, he's, he's just, just willfully ignorant or if he's just a stupid he's, person. He's just a, he's a man child and he shouldn't have, he started a family come way too early. He's not like lived enough and experienced enough to be, to mature to the level he needs to be. And whatever is going on, yeah, it makes, for, to your point, he's a terrible family member is a terrible father and husband uh so then when they like man my heart sank when they rang up all that shit that he bought and it was like 191.50 my heart sank because kalani did that look when you know that like that's most of the shit that you have in that account and you're trying to save face like you're like oh yeah that's that ain't nothing and you're like nah she wasn't even trying not- to save face she was like maybe if you, you catch this look even though you're stupid as hell and you're about to catch these hands, like catch these this look first. Yeah, well, not save face, but just sort of Ugh. like grappling with that. Like, because I, I, it was just so like, why they don't have to spend this? Like, these aren't the kinds of things that are useful, even if they were gifts. Like, I'm sure there are things that your mother could use that aren't just like, you know, toys and souvenirs and like tin meat. Um, this bitch does not need six sarongs. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. What? What? What are? What? No. So, and also the negotiation between the two of them about like what's an appropriate amount of money to give. And he's like, I was thinking a thousand. And she's like, No, because that's a month of your pay. Yeah. And then she's like, I was thinking fifty. And he's like, Fifty dollars. That's not what love is. Uh. And then he she goes, I'll give you fifty dollars right now. And she's like, Okay, give it yeah. to me. And he's like. Uh, actually, I don't oh, have come on, it. Stop actually, <laughs> that's hey, the whole fucking playing. point, bitch. You don't have fifty dollars. How are you gonna give away a thousand dollars of if you yeah. don't even have fifty? Stop, boy, stop. Because God will find a way, you know, and deliver. 
So. That was the most evil thing to do to bring God into it, to be like, oh, Kalani, I will give away all of our money because God will provide. Yeah, God will provide. He will. So mad at him. He will. I believe that, you know, keep preaching, brother. Uh, Asuelu, praise God. People are going to believe this like they believe that you don't well, wash your I legs. I think You're K1's, starting some shit right now. Why do I need to wash my legs when I am already cleansed in the blood of Christ? You're it's so irrelevant stupid. my soul is purified my soul is saved i'm not going to enter the pearly gates of heaven and have saint peter ask me if i wash my legs he will ask me if i have invited jesus christ into my heart and Mary when i magdalene washed jesus's feet with her fucking hair yeah because jesus was a tears because he was a he was into some freak shit but the point is he and i'm not kink shaming feet clean he was yeah that means Legs need to be washed. That's why he also Jesus is way. That's why he in the Bible. Hold on. That's why he also washed the uh, I believe the tax collector's feet too, because he was like, "Yo, let me touch some feet real quick." Okay, it's not about the tax collectors right now. Okay, I'm just saying it's about Jesus. Oh yeah, back to that. How he was a leg washer, and that's why I do not. I digress. The whole we're getting merch, and it says Jesus was a leg washer. Tell me you wouldn't wear that t-shirt. What would it even look like? It doesn't have to look like anything. I think the, wor- just the words are powerful enough. Yeah, I guess it would cause like people to be like, hold on, hold on. Excuse me. Jesus was a leg washer. What does that mean, sir? And then uh, you would, what do you think it means? You would break out the Mary Magdalene fact and they'd be like, damn, you're right. Um, oh, wait, he'd wash the feet disciples' part of feet. Legs. It was the disciples' feet, right? There was a lot of feet washing, anyway. I Why mean, don't you ever wash my feet? Next time we do a Twitch stream, we'll wash each other's feet to show each other the greatest kind of respect from biblical times while we, we freestyle We have not that. even see each other in person since I know. the quarantine started. What do you How call that? Wash each is, there like an, is there like an equivalent of 69ing, but you're washing each other's feet? <laughs> I think the only way it's a 69 is if you lick each oh, other's oh, oh, feet oh. clean. I get it, I get it. Okay, so we would both have to be like in a big tub and your legs <laughs> your legs are spread apart and my legs are, my ankles are together. And so my feet are going in between your feet and your feet are outside my legs. So then you can kind of, we can just kind of lean down and wash each other's feet. Why, why are your feet on the inside? Or either way, I don't care. Okay. Up to just you. feels like it's a little invasive. Oh, okay, I'm fine. Whatever it is, you know, I'm just saying. I don't think you want to see just like my hairy ass. <laughs> and we're both wearing bathing suits, like God. Oh intended. yeah, okay, yeah. We should be wearing bathing suits. I was thinking very biblical. It's actually beautiful. Everyone's naked. Uh, yeah. Her Majesty's sitting behind you. Max is sitting behind me. Oh wow! It is so beautiful with the halos. Could you imagine like a fresco? Of that, of the foot sixty nine. I don't have to imagine it. It's in. <laughs> what if I just turn this laptop around and on the other side is oh a fucking my. fresco of that? That would have been so tight. God, could you imagine? It's in Saint Peter's Basilica. Oh, did you just Google Saint Peter's? Basilica? I, w- I wanted to make sure it was Saint. I was gonna think Saint Paul because I just said Saint Peter. I saw you Google when you checking shit. my thing. I saw it. Oh yeah, no problem. I like to be bibl- I don't like to be accurate about languages or any other horrible mis <laughs> misspeakings I do. But when it comes to when it comes to Christ, <laughs> I have the utmost respect. 
you better believe I'm getting in, dirty legs and all, because I have again. I'm cleansed in the in the blood of Christ. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break to cleanse ourselves to guarantee ourselves entry, and we will be right back. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Nope, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. Um, and just a quick update. We were actually denied entry into heaven, turns out. Because um, we're just scumbags, is what he said when we got there. Um, I was afraid that you were going to say we were denied entry into the big bathtub that we were trying to be in. with. Oh, no, people. no, no. But thank God that's still happening, right? No, yeah, that's happening. You will see the foot nine or whatever the term is for the <laughs> dual simul wash of the feet. <laughs> like <laughs> a simul simulcast, but yeah. with dude, you do washes. it in a big plexiglass tank. <laughs> Everything's plexi, so it's completely transparent and plexi and sexy. That's how we'll Ooh. market it. Wow, sexy glass. I'm so sorry. Wow, no, that's actually when I had run that through the algorithm. Yep, that's <laughs> that's an inventor's bonus. Fifty thousand points. Sexy glass. Um, it's sexy because it's plexi. The you could see all the feet. We'd have little GoPros underneath, uh, just so you could see multiple <laughs> angles. You could have it with sound, without sound. Someone is jerking off to this right now, just to listening about this. I mean, look if. If you can get off to the strength of this description, let me know and I'll start an entire paid thing and then it'll just be very dry descriptions of our harebrained ideas that involve <laughs> simul wash coverage of a show that will never happen. People just want to hear about feet is what I'm saying. Oh, they don't oh, care about oh. nothing else. Well, at a certain point, they're like, get to the feet, man. Stop talking about GoPros and plexiglass and shit. <laughs> And then it'd be cool. Disappointing so many people for so many reasons. (laughs) It's like it would be cool to just have like a little lens flare and like the water section. Now, do we use suds or not? I don't know. So, all right, uh, let's finish up. Back to uh, they're planning their trip. They're prepping to go to Washington, and they're packing this little bitch ass. Well, well, first off, I want to say congratulations. Not on the floor. All right, not on the bed. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to say fantastic work to them somehow. Um, You managed to be one of the first couples to not fucking bed pack. Everybody packs their fucking shit on their bed. What are y'all doing? And you know, our podcast has a very strong stand against bed packers, against chocolate diamonds. Yeah. You know, those are some of our values. Unfortunately, even before racism... 
These are the tenets <laughs> of the show. It's I'm sorry, our values are completely lopsided and misplaced. It's it's not a good world, but you're like we're bad people. We're like, oh man, does that racist bed pack though? No. Hmm. Now nah, fuck them anyway. Um. Anyway, so this whole thing they are using the packing scene is really hilarious because Asuelu, they show him putting a small bag of chips into a suitcase <laughs> like it's a fucking t-shirt or something not he's... putting anything he's just like and this is my bag of lays that i will take in this suitcase that i will check into an airplane he is so annoying the entire <laughs> time he's packing he's like uh we need to be a team can you right. fit some of this canned beef into your suitcase and she's like no, because my suitcase also includes clothes for both of our fucking children. Right. And he's like, right. oh, well, okay, but you know, you, you get your own. Well, she's like, no, you get your own. I share mine with two other fucking people. Well, then, somehow okay, I made I, the mistake of creating with you. If you're not going to give me space for my shit, then I have to take, I guess. I can't take these phone books I wanted to bring to my mom because she <laughs> likes phone books and a fully inflated unicorn pool float. Um, and I won't deflate it. That's stupid because I don't have to inflate it when I get there. <laughs> Idiot. You're going to save yourself time. So I guess I won't bring those things. I mean, I feel like canned food is literally the heaviest thing you could po probably bring. And oh, let's be real. You can't buy you know, canned beef back up. I have a feeling there is an like an actual PI Asian Southeast Asian community in the Northwest where those things are also available to like that's not really oh damn you really hooked it up because I can't get this shit here oh shit you really got me a trucker hat that says Samoa on it shouts to you it was four no one wants your shitty bucks. gifts dog uh well so. You know, they get there, whatever. It's they, oh, the funny part was when they when they're driving to the airport. She's like, "Let's say a prayer," and he's like, "Damn, that was like a long prayer." He's like, "Mine's short," and she's like, "But you know, size doesn't matter, right?" Uh, and I was like, "Oh meow, shit!" Meow, 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 meow. Just scratch I, your pee pee off, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with me, meow. I mean, that was so scathing. Because, you know, size doesn't matter, right? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> My fucking TV turned off. I had to turn it back on somehow. But can I say, if if someone tries to interrupt you while you pray twice, the third time you get to make fun of their dick if you want. Mm, okay. Wait, can you say that again just so we can put that in the in the bylaws? <laughs> you know what? I can't stand by that. Okay. Um <laughs> Just checking, and that's how we do a bit of quality control on the show. And you know what? It's a transparency bonus. Um, Fourteen thousand points for that. Just kind of letting y'all know how we think around y'all. So um, then they have a really interesting conversation about not taking a shit on a plane, and not. She's like, I don't pee on like eleven-hour flights, like multi, super long flights to Samoa because. I don't want to touch anything. I airplane bathrooms. Are, I mean, yeah, that's not a lie, but you can still like be cautious. Um, so that was a really odd like whole exchange. 
Yeah, I don't understand not like. I mean, sure, it's dirty in there, but you don't have to touch the toilet with your hands. Uh-huh. Like your ass is touching it. And then you right. wash your hands and then you open the door to the toilet with the paper towel you just used to wash your hands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then as you step out, you throw it out. Everybody knows this. As- you don't have to hold your fucking bodily fluids in for 12 hours at a time. That's crazy. Well, I don't. Unless they're cum, then go ahead and hold that in for 12 hours. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just think about how dirty the things are because I don't, I don't go to the bathroom either on a plane. <laughs> Period. <laughs> never. I've never, I've never seen the inside of a, I'm not joking. I've never seen, I couldn't tell you what the inside of an airplane bathroom looks like outside of scenes from movies. Oh my God. You're going to be so mad when you go in. Cause it's just photos what? of you everywhere. And it says, don't trust this man. Don't let him into in every the plane? airplane bathroom and all of the planes. It says that. Oh, I thought it was just that pay less shoe source. Uh, no, in North no, no, no. That had that. Okay, well, that's good. To that know. all the Wendy's in the area. Come on. Can I? Yeah, I mean they are gross. I've I've actually not peed on a flight to Japan before. Not that I was trying to. I just didn't drink anything, and then I passed out the whole flight, so I didn't have to pee. But I took yeah, a I huge pee when I got off the plane because <laughs> I was holding it. It was making my teeth hurt. So. They get on the plane and they go to Washington. They get there after a long day. They're stoked. They arrive. He's hungry. She's like, uh, we need to get these kids like to sleep. And that's that. The that's kids are crying in the car. Yeah. And basically she's saying, look, we're only going to be able to go and say hi to your family for just a second. And then the kids won't stop crying. And she's like, no, actually, you know what? It's way past bedtime for them they need to go to bed and then he proceeds to act like the biggest baby and this is considering there are two screaming babies in the actual babies yep and he starts cursing and saying like i can't believe we're not going to my family they're waiting for me and like he is the fucking worst and stop being mad at babies for crying he's like oh they're so fucking annoying i'm like fucking babies oh he's mad that they're like not on his schedule i'm like they're babies what's wrong dude i'm mad that these babies aren't on my side what the fuck babies you should be on my side not your fucking mom's fool are you kidding me dog you're my son oliver kennedy what the fuck bros you're seriously gonna pick her over me bro that's fucked up you know what that's why i packed my shit up and got on that bus to nowhere because of this dumbass shit with you babies. This is low. I came over here to tell hey, you that man, you can't talk around. to my you can't talk to my daughter like that. Oh yeah? Fuck you, Low. I'll kick you in your S- knees, bro. Excuse me. Nothing. See, I can choke you out. Hey man. I I'll can choke you. you out with one look and my bearded my <laughs> my braided beard scrunchy. <laughs> okay, you're gonna do low from now on. Uh, shall we move on to Colt and Jess? Yes. Jess or also, no? Also, I want everyone to know that the reason I do my, my quote-unquote impressions is because it makes yours look even better by comparison. Oh, so these are pity impressions to No, no, no. It's mine? like you're already at like, a, you know... 100 oh, percent. then i come in go on and then it's like what's that is that a 200 percent impression because sophia does not know how to do that voice 
<laughs> or any of them. Thank you. That was a way to say it. you're like, yeah, my bad impressions are actually altruistic. Um, no, so no, 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 no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want everyone to, <laughs> to think that I have a huge heart. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Okay, um, Colty and Jesse, they're going on a trip to Sao Paulo. They're going to be some regular Paulistas. And her family, before they leave, they give some nice going away gifts. Uh, really beautiful. Shout out to the family uh, for that hospitality bonus. I loved it, but the way Jess explained it was so mean. She right. was like, look... Uh, you gotta in my culture, gifts, it doesn't me- matter if you're good or bad. Nope. Anybody. You get gifts. You could be a fucking <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean? You gotta get a gift. That's how like, it is. Damn. She yeah. just really called him you out. You could like be a that. piece of literal shit. She's like, yeah, I don't like Debbie. Debbie doesn't like me. But you know what? We're just better people. So, the, the results just like better. Jess's you know? family. Um, that was one hundred five thousand points for that hospitality, and I like the hobby. Honestly, like the sandals too. Very hospitable. Really appreciate it. And then Colt is like, "Hey, man, Dad, let me holler at you real quick over here, right quick. All right, Silvio, let me fucking let me let me get your ear real quick, man. I want to talk to you, bro. Let me use these flashcards on a cell phone." Uh, to basically say, look, I love hello, that he needed sir. the f- he needed a note for uh, Ola Senor. Yeah, like hi, I'm man. Like that part you couldn't remember on your own. He's like, all right, you got that part. Okay, cool. Because um, I couldn't be bothered to learn that. Then essentially asking for his daughter's body uh, in marriage, and he's like, yeah, bet, man, you got it. You sound like a cool guy. You make Jess happy. Me as the dad, I support this. I support this impending disaster. You're shocked. I was watching that. You're shocked. No. Or stoned. But all I could think about was Jess's butt in those shorts. <laughs> and it was really hard for me to pay attention. Wow. You were just into, oh, wow. You were like the cartoons? Yeah. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, shut up and let's see more of that butt. <laughs> you sound like the creepiest old man at a, at a strip club. I am Let me so see creepy. more of that little butt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but look, it says he asked for her hand in marriage, and then underneath it says butt in shorts. <laughs> you know what transparency My notes bonus. are straight disrespectful. 5,000 points to you for that transparency uh, on, on your process as well. We'd like to know that you only got butts in, spilling out of jean shorts in your mind. That's all I got. <laughs> um, so it's funny because, like, as they say, like, you know, if I'm going to be with... Uh, Colt, you know, I don't know when I'm going to see my family again, you know, could be like the last time for a really long time. But the way they cut it, it's almost like, all right, peace, y'all later. And it's just like hops in a van. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so are you OK? Maybe it's not that serious. Um, and then when she's sitting in the car, like lamenting as they leave, you know, like, oh, man, you know, it could be who knows, 10 months, nine months or whatever. Debbie's very quick to be like, oh, I, don't you have, doesn't your visa expire in six months? So, like, you're just going to have to come back then, right? And so, Debbie it's only six was months. on top of that math. Yo, she is, honestly, she's, like, looking at the fucking matrix, and she's like, hold on, hold on, let me just add that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, kind of fuck with my son. Okay, yes. Um, six months. Actually, no. Five months, two weeks, and one day. So let's call it five. Actually, eight hours, fifty-four minutes, thirty-six seconds. But like, who's counting? You know, whatever you want, whatever. Um, honestly, Um, but uh, thirty-two million seconds. Okay. 
Um, actually, 48,000. Um, I don't know. I can't even create more subdivisions because I am. And then Jess is like, I don't know. I might get to stay in the country yeah. for some reason. Winkity, wink, wink, wink. And Debbie does not care for what that. Yeah, then she's like, she's all suspicious. So she's like, hey, Colt, like, what were you, what were you talking to her dad about earlier? This motherfucker oh, football. said football. What football? the fuck? We saw you hug him and say thank <gasps> oh, you. Thank you so god. much. <laughs> oh my god. Have you ever had a conversation with a friend about soccer and at the end you hug him and say thank you, thank you I so have. much? Yeah, when Arsenal won the FA Cup over the weekend, shout out 14 FA Cups. Um, the most in history. But who did you thank? Your friend won that game for you? Let's try to thank them. But I'm definitely not... Colt doesn't know anything about sports or it doesn't strike me as that because he do- has never made it anything he's talked about. He likes cats, if anything. He likes cats and shit to do with computers. So what, like you just because you like cats, you can't fucking like sports? No, huh? I'm saying he doesn't talk about it. This is like it. the kind of guy that it can only like one thing, huh? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, but you're right. That's you true. just talk about how he has no, tiny No, that's feet? true. No. I'm, what I'm saying is that you can only like one thing. So it's cats. You made your decision, Cole. <laughs> can we talk about how he has tiny feet? Does he have little feet? Yeah. I didn't even look. They finally showed them and they were so little. They were? Yeah. And remember, we forever have been like, does he have a huge hog? And I know the feet hog thing has nothing to do with no. it. But there's something hilarious about a really tall man with a giant hog on tiny little feet. Wait, the the foot thing doesn't have to do with your penis size? <laughs> no, it's exact. It's exact. The size of your foot is exactly. That's why the I wear a size seventeen shoe. <laughs> I have terrible ankle and heel problems. <laughs> the podiatrist says I just need to wear smaller shoes. The size of shoes. your kneecaps. People don't talk about this as often, but the yeah. size of your kneecaps is actually the exact size of your balls. What? Well, no, I mean, it's funny. My <laughs> and insurance. I've seen your kneecaps. They are huge. Yeah, they're they're huge. They're like softballs. <laughs> <laughs> and my doctors say, and insurance providers say, you got watermelon knees. <laughs> they won't pay for any corrective surgery with my feet because I just refuse to wear shoes that fit. But I'm like, nah, man, I'm actually a 17. They're like, no, you're an eight and a half, sir. You are an eight and a half. And I'm like, nope, double that for sure. Double what you see now is what it is. Uh, they're like, we can't. These are all, you're just, these are all self-caused injuries, sir. And I'm like, well, measure it again. They're like, we are. And I'm like, well, I don't know that. And they're like, look at where is your toe at on this thing your foot is on. I said, it looks like 18 and a half. It's like, there's no one, sir. It's eight and a half. And then I leave the kids' footlocker section crying. And it's a mess. That's also why I'm not allowed at a few certain Westfield shopping malls. But we'll get to that later. So... <laughs> um, they go to uh, Sao Paulo. And they get two rooms. I have big ass feet because my clit is huge. (laughs) (laughs) That was a rumor they made up about someone in my high school. My clit is like two feet. It's so crazy. (laughs) Like a fucking crash symbol on a drum set? It's directly proportional. (laughs) That is impossible. You know what? Impossible is nothing, as Adidas told us all. Uh, But I remember there was a website in high school called High School Rumors. (laughs) 
and it was a message board <laughs> where you could anonymously post shit about kids in your high school. This was in two th- the year of our Lord, 2001, before 9-11. This is a pre-9-11 phenomenon. And every high school like in the in like the LA area had like a message board that would be like gossip, sports, whatever. And the gossip thing was just like just salacious hellscapes of kids in the early aughts just cyberbullying each other. And one of the things was they they were they said this one athlete who went to my school had a, a gigantic clitoris and that was like one of the um, main rumors that got like all of our high school talking and eventually the school caught wind of it and they had to sh- like pull everyone in the school into a giant meeting and they're like we're working with the police to they're find like, we out we got to see this clit we're yeah. working with the <laughs> They're like, <laughs> yeah. We got the police here, the FBI, the government. Everybody needs to see. They're the like, clip. all right, Adriana, let's see it. Are the rumors true? <laughs> but no, and they said they tried to pump fake and be like, the cops will find who was working on this website and the and website. And then they realized they weren't even talking Adriana. It was just her clit. We got your Adriana. Didn't even get there yet. <laughs> Finally solved the case. The, but every school had one, like Harvard Westlake, uh, North Hollywood High, Grant, Wait, Chaminade. every school had a giant clip problem? No, one of the message boards. <laughs> and that has been a moment of uh, Los Angeles high school drama lore. There are so many I other stories. I not popular enough to know about this. I bet, oh, I wonder if we can find, I'll, I'll try and see if there's like an archived version of the site. Because it was I could, you could almost do a whole show about this I want to see people. It was so rumors weird. Rumors about people from my high school. Oh my God, girl. Let's look. Um, okay. So let's move on a little bit down to this narrative. They have two rooms now, separate rooms. So Colt and Jess can do whatever they do um, in lieu of sex. No um, one cares about any of this. The only thing that's important is that Debbie is a dark phoenix. Okay. So Debbie, yes. So all that to say is while Debbie is all alone in her room, she fires up FaceTime and is ready to cook up some motherfucking secrets and just be like, <laughs> she oh, is about to dark Phoenix fucking f- Colton Jess uppercut her own son oof. and blow Jess Jess's is about to realize she's been living in Debbie's world and mm. she didn't even fucking know it. She didn't even fucking know it yet. Jean Grey, the most powerful of the mutants, turned her mean old eye towards you, and she has cursed you. um, Shout out to, um, who was it? Who was it that sent us the Debbie photo? Um, I just want to shout you out. Oh, Debbie in the, was she's a fox in the 60s? Uh, Yes. Yes. Where is, sorry, as I take so much time to figure this out, this is so unprofessional, but you really... Can't expect anything less uh, from this show. And you know what? I give up. Um, so I'm going to look. Meow. Um, and you know what? Honestly, that's just a penalty for me. But on, I'm in Pennsylvania, so none of these points matter for me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she talks to Vanessa on FaceTime. And she's just like, it's time for the tea report with Debbie. And she's like, you know, Jess is a mess. Uh, She's overly aggressive and her visas are fully stressed. Vanessa is like, Debbie, you know what to do, ma. Shut this shit the fuck down for us. Um, And it's funny how, like, Debbie really, you can see her just be like, 
it's time to activate. I am no longer playing around. It's time for me to finish her. There's a moment when Colt in his disgusting corduroy blazer or whatever the fuck that is walks mm. in and his um, bitcoin scammer outfit and, yep <laughs> and then just walks in looking like fire in her little red dress mm-hmm. and you can see debbie saw that and she was like oh i have to ruin this mm-hmm. immediately oh she was so casual <laughs> she was like literally she was like on some fucking casual samurai shit of like if oh you, hi cult yeah or uh, just, just like, getting off the phone with our friend vanessa the cats are great do you want to see a video of izzy and Jess is like, what the, what the fuck, fuck did you just say to me? Her head basically falls off. Like right off. Like oh, that dead I didn't bird say anything Dumb crazy. It's just like our friend Vanessa is watching the cats. Yeah. And she just sent us a video. One of the cats. You want to see the video? Oh, yeah. She's like, I thought she didn't fucking talk to Vanessa anymore. Yeah. And Debbie's like, what's the big deal? We're just friends. I'm friends with her. Colt's friends with her. It's just friends. Uh, No problem, right? Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. you should be used to this because, you know, if you have trust issues, I mean, you don't really, you shouldn't, you don't really have a a relationship at all. And if you can't do that, I mean, you might just have to keep it moving, mom, because, um, welcome to my fucking world. This is Debbie's house. Okay. Uh, and you thought you knew, uh, but you have no idea. This is the diary of Debbie. Remember that show on MTV? The Diary of Debbie? Diary, where it used to be like any kind of artist, like a musician or celebrity. Oh my God, I love that show. And it's like, you thought you knew, but you have no idea. Oh man. It's the Diary of Black. It's not on DVD, so I can completely regress uh, to the land before Bills. That was like when Behind the Music also was a big thing. Oh God. That's when I was like, damn, cocaine's cool based on all these Behind the Musics I'm seeing. The like Fleetwood Mac one. I'm like, yeah, this is fucking sick. So yeah, I mean, Jess loses it. She's like, Vanessa's a bitch. Um, this whole thing is done. And you know what? Debbie was so casual. She's like, don't attack me because I can strike lethally from my seated position um, from across the room. It really was like some Columbo. Like, oh, you know what? One more thing before we go out to meet your friends. <laughs> Colt is uh. He's still fucking Vanessa. All right. Bye. And that's slowly turning into Matt. Hey, we're down here in Sao Paulo. We're drinking cachaça, these caipirinhas. They're so freaking good. I'm telling you. And everybody, everyone's wearing thongs. It's freaking beautiful. Even the guys. I don't mind. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know, it's free. I'm wearing, I'm going to wear one tomorrow. I'm just a little worried, you know, because my ass is pale. I don't want to be out here looking stupid, you know, with the pale cheeks out here, you know, <laughs> looking like a like a farm boy. They don't know. They don't know how I used to party. Pale cheeks cheeks is the name of my R and B band. Cheeks. Yeah, pale cheeks. Mm, oh, pale cheeks. Oh, featuring. All of us have a condition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Do you have anything else to add about them? Uh, yeah. I oh, feel shit. like okay. There was um. Colt immediately not taking responsibility for lying to Jess about his relationship with Vanessa. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Jess hides a lot of demons, like, because you lied to her? Yeah. No, you hide a lot of demons. Yeah, de- that's All not right, how idiot. that works. Fuck him. He's done been canceled. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. The end. Okay. Time to talk about Angela. Michael! Yeah, but before we get to Michael, 
Let's take a break. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with Geico, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And we're here to talk about Angela and Michael. Michael! Michael? Michael, I can't, Michael. I can't tote him, Michael. Oh my god, Michael. I know, don't, not a tote bag, Michael. I can't tote an egg, Michael. So, they're at a wildlife park. And they're playing with some cute little baby monkeys. Do you remember that viral video from the end of 2010? Baby monkey, baby monkey, riding on a big baby monkey. And it was like nope. a little monkey on the back of a little hog. <laughs> no, but send it to me. Oh, my God. This little baby monkey's just ride on the back of a pig. <laughs> and there's a song. And if you need to brighten up your day because the world has you down, I'm not joking. Pause this fucking video, this podcast right now and search baby monkey riding on a pig. Baby. Hey, will you tweet that on our 420 day fiance? Yes, yes, I will. Um, But before we do that, uh, we're going to have to take a break so I can show Sophia this video. You see, <laughs> this little baby That monkey. is so cute. He doesn't even know how to ride the pig. He doesn't do you think do it must have imprinted pig. onto that little little pig, huh? That's why it's riding around like it's his like mom or something or, or dad or parent. Hmm. Or is just lazy. Just be like, yo, just, give me a ride. Maybe He's just, like, we get more treats when I hop on your back. Now go, fool. Stop fucking just around. It's a friend. What if the monkey's punking the little baby pig around? He's like, hold. I said in a minute, pig. <laughs> I need to finish my fucking cigarette first, you fucking idiot. My, I'm on my Union 15. Don't get me fucked up. <laughs> okay, now, when we go there, walk with a limp this time. That sounds like the boss of the monkey is that um, little kid that smoked the cigarette who was the toddler. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, she's afraid of that baby monkey. She's screaming. She's like the kind of energy that makes my high come down when people are that just like, I get it. If you're uncomfortable in a situation, you can remove yourself from the situation. But like, don't just go, don't just be extra because you indulge your screaming. I don't know why the screaming was so like unnerving. I was like, just like, please stop the screaming. Also, please. I feel like it drives me crazy to see people acting like that around wild animals. I'm like, oh, so you think the 
the thing that's going to make the monkey feel safe around you is if you scream bloody murder in its face. <laughs> like the number one thing they tell you if you're afraid of bees is not to fucking wave your arms around and swat at the bees. Just fucking calm right. the fuck down. Right. So it's so annoying to see a grown ass woman swat that's been around the blog just like go crazy oh, at these man. monkeys and scream at them. I'm like, just chill. She, she tells, she's like, look, we got to Let's knock this shit off. I got to talk to you right quick. She's like, um, so I t- look, we're talking about toting a baby. Then basically cuts to the chase of how she she p- could possibly have cancer because she had some abnormal bleeding. But the good news is Dr. Pettigrew is well is ready and able to video time or FaceTime uh, call them with the results. And it's as she's like sort of talking about like what's going on. He's like, okay, so that means no baby. And she's like, well, mm, kind of like, no, not really. But it's like, come on. You, you got to be real. There's really not likely the two of y'all are going to have a, like, you are going to carry his child, like, the way you think he is. Um, and so, you know, when he's like, you know, what happens if you have cancer? She says, you know, then I wouldn't have, be able to have a baby. And he kind of shakes his head. And then he's like, you know, like, basically he's like, I got to have a kid. That's kind of the bottom line here. Um, I, it's really important to me that I have a child. And he just sort of like... Well, she just, just immediately is like, do you still want to marry me, Michael? And she and he's like, well, actually, I have to think about it because I am in my early 30s. Uh-huh. I've always wanted to have a kid and be a father. Right. Are you burping? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, That's okay. God still loves you. God still cares about you. child um yeah so basically she's like not being honest with him about the fact that this is a big decision and it's not personal if he decides to not marry her because while she is a grandmother and her life is on a one trajectory his is entirely on another yeah yeah but that is not at all what happens no obviously because no one on the show is mature they should have just broke up six seasons ago that's really the bottom line that's why i'm like whatever let's just cut to the chase because i don't care about them dr dr pettigrew calls i fucking love dr pettigrew i just love angela screaming i'm just a healthy bitch Yeah. Ah! yeah good news She's healthy. Her cholesterol levels are good. Uterus good. No cancer. Fantastic. Shout out I to your health. I got a beautiful uterus. Um, and she's like, you're the most gorgeous doctor I've had inside my womb. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and Dr. Pettigrew's like, oh, God. And then Michael's almost like, hey, Dr. Pettigrew, so should we have a baby or not? Like almost trying to get Dr. Pettigrew to like weigh in. Yeah, and to she's bail like, uh, nah, I'm, this is not uh, my first day. I'm not about to weigh in on that. That's a yeah. decision between the two of you. So, uh, But I got to go. Good luck, sir. Uh, all right. Also, P.S., quit smoking cigarettes because you're talking Yeah, when she's right like, now. okay, so my, I'm healthy. <laughs> like just chain <laughs> smoking during that call. Uh, but I love that confidence. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, so Paul and Karini. Um, over the should weekend, should we address? Yeah, what I don't. So I just saw recounts of what was going on, where apparently he was talking about them missing. He can't get a hold of them. There was talk of a restraining order, and by them you him. mean Karini and the baby, Karini and Pieri. And for a while, people thought that they were out of contact and we're missing but it's okay she did post that she's fine she basically said she had to remove herself from a bad situation with paul 
Um, and I haven't, I, I haven't read much since like first seeing some like headline and I was like, Oh, that is just so dark. And one of the reasons I'm like, this is why I don't like really understanding what's going on with these people off the show. Cause sometimes it can be really just dark. Um, so, uh, do you know anything beyond sort of that back and forth that's been happening with them? That's all I know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep, keep an eye on that space. Um, because I mean, yeah, like for for somebody who has like actual like I think stalking and whatever his felony arson charges, there I'm I hope there's nothing actually like serious uh going on where like they are truly their safety is at risk. Uh but that is something uh I'm sure something is definitely going on because you don't have a restraining order for nothing. Um and I just hope that Karini and Pierre can be safe as possible. Uh, and whatever Agreed. It- and it reminds me of one like we first were hearing about his record, right? Uh-huh. Um, and these episodes are in the vault. But we we were talking about it, and I was like, one of the things that really freaks me out is that there's a high correlation between people that commit arson and people that commit rape. Mm. So I'm like, it doesn't make me feel confident in right. Paul. When we already know he has all of this uh, history and like uh, stalking charges and whatever. I'm like, it seems like he's really controlling and it's like kind of scary. Right. So far, though, I don't even know if we've seen that side of him other than when he gets obsessed with her, like trying. Oh, what other white men were you talking about or talking to or whatever? What other American men or whatever the fuck? Yeah. But like. We've just seen him be a really unreliable and terrible partner and father, but we've always been really worried about him because it seems like his mental health or his like fuse, his fuse is so short and Uh, he so frequently runs away from like dealing with what should be normal problems with his wife you know i mean yeah and it just it just sort of makes things darker when it's like one thing when he he's just kind of like okay he's being unreasonable and immature and he's running to a chicken coop but then when you like couple that with like his record i'm still not sure what exactly happened like fully with all those cases and the fact that karini and her son their son had to get away from him and have a uh, like a restraining order just puts a kind of full kind of a whole other tinge on things um but that is the part of reality television is that uh yes it is very edited and things like that but at the end of the day these are real people so i'm kind of like yeah i'd like to know more um but yeah very very concerning so with that uh basically mary his mother calls him a loser and a waste of life in this episode. She says, I would be worried if I was with, you know, a deadbeat. And I was like, damn. The way she let said him it. No. Yeah. Cause she's like, is Karini stressed? Yeah. I would be too. If, if I was kind of with like a deadbeat or someone that's wasting their life. Oh my. Oh, please. Oh my God. That's just. Wow. Uh, all right, Mary. Do you. And then he worries about his weight while his mom buys dog food for his dog. He was trying to pivot. Which he tricked 
his mom into buying for him. Like yeah. he meets her at the pet store and he's like, and she's like, am I here to buy you fucking dog stuff? Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, mom, I, I need a Please. little bit of help. And like the good stuff. And then stuff. he doesn't know how much dog shit should cost. He's like, how about this bone? This is a thousand dollars. It's like, what are you doing, dog? Hmm. Yeah, what are you doing, dog? Why aren't your needs more simple? And I can just give you old bread. Anyway, uh, let's move on to Sinjin and Tanya. They this is like a very Short. brief thing. Yeah, they're headed back to South Africa. They it's kind of tense on the way to the airport. He's very excited to go back. She's already like, what, so you can like drink and like black out with the homies? Uh, and then sort of like, yeah, when he gets together with his friends, it's kind of a problem. Um, so Rolling rock with the homies. <laughs> and, then, and then when they get to South Africa, like he is buzzing. He's so stoked to see his mom and his sister or whatever. And his mom, it seems like she's like, sounds like she kind of, she blames Tanya um, for progressing like this relationship too quickly and taking Sinjin the mom the- Loki says that Tanya likes him more than he likes her. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Or I'm yes. sorry, she Heike said that. Heike, I mean, but Loki, like whatever. <laughs> we'll see what happens with them. We wish them luck in their coming episodes, whatever that is. And then he's just taking like her saying that, hey, you know, I know you're gonna be excited to be home, but like. Just, you know, you, you've you been drinking a lot, and I just want you to not drink that much. And he's like, are you saying you're better than me? I don't know what that accent is. I'm so oh sorry. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm going to have to turn that into a drop. Can you please say, say it? Can you say it? I have to listen. The only way I can do Sinjin is if I'm watching, like, the clips over and over. That's how... That's, you know, that's, you know, uh, just for, uh, you know. That's how you prepare. My process. Oh, that's a transparency bonus that will not get to me in the depths of Cancelvania. But I say my process is to just watch it, mimic, uh, get the repetitions in, much in the same way I would practice music when I was playing trumpet uh, in orchestra and jazz bands. So, okay, the reason I'm not good at these is I don't practice them before we do this. Yeah, well, (laughs) that's what they say, you know. What's the quickest way to Carnegie Hall? practice um i do feel like you're just trying to get on snl oh yeah like this is all they're like what this guy only has these very narrow impressions but he's good but if it's a 90 day fiance impression 90 day fiance with me low you know (laughs) by here and raise these kids is me and uh, my my friend here better not disrespect really my wife cool. like that again. Yeah, don't disrespect my wife because I will put this knife to you and end your life. Signed, low, low key. I will end your life. Oh, and I'm here with Matthew. So anyway, this is so dumb. All this to say, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, we appreciate all the love and appreciation. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> Are you done with Sinjin and Tanya? I'm done. They're so nice. They're so unstimulating to me. There's like, you know, they're these one. They're another couple when I watch. I'm like rolling my eyes where I feel like this just, I don't, I'm not invested in them anymore. And it's just another just very not good with each other com- couple that doesn't give me the, doesn't give me like that Debbie, man. Like those Debbie fucking moments. Like, ooh, ooh. Well, her little evil ass. I'm going to post the screenshot of her being a little evil. Be, 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 oh, be, when be they're it. like, 
bitch. When they're like, uh, did you know that there would be drama beef between If you the brought up she's Vanessa, like, <laughs> and she's like, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I don't mean it. If you have, please, if you have any other finishing, lingering thoughts, please, by all means. Um, I just want to say that Sinjin's retelling of his relationship with Tanya is like so amazingly selective to his mom, you know? Right. I'm like, Sinjin, mention your alcoholism. Mm -hmm. Mention the fact that you're not sure if you want to be an opera singer or a carpenter or whatever the fuck you said. And then mention the fact that um, you've done pretty much zero to contribute to the life that the two of you have. But how he phrases it, I thought was so masterful. He goes... She fell in love with the version of me that I presented to her as the version that I wanted to be. (laughs) That's tight. And he's like, yeah, and that's not who I am. You know what? It's like. That's a transparency. But I mean, like, that's really. That's even funny that he could articulate that because most of the time, that's what we do when we're dating people. Uh, that's plus 4,000 points ascension. Like, but that he's like so unclear that she expects him to right. be the person that he sold to her. He's like, yeah, dude. You know? I, she bought a lemon, bro. Uh, yeah. And there's no lemon laws when it comes to this dick. So, sorry. And it made me laugh because it just made me remember how everyone hated Tanya and was like, Sophia, fuck you for being a Tanya stan. And now that you see that Sinjin ain't shit, Tanya's starting to look pretty good now. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Tanya, There's still time. with one fucked up leg, is still way more efficient at doing anything. She is working that uh, crutch, though. So, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see. Uh, we'll see how they evolve. Okay. Right, now, can we, can, now can we wrap things up? We're fucking done. We're done. We're fucking done. You know, I'm fucking done with you. Like, honestly, like... We'll see, like, what are we, like, T-minus 12 days till um, Stace and Darce, and we'll probably do something for that, obviously. We'll probably do some sort of Twitch or Twitch something. Twitch something, maybe we'll just, you know, do something on Twitch, blackout on Twitch, you never know, just see what the fuck goes down. Sure. Just uh, stay tuned, uh, stay tuned but for announcements. People will know what's happening. If you fuck with Stace now. and Darce, you know my honor. So, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of 420 Day Fiance. You know, it's a production of iHeartRadio, so you can get more podcasts like this on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The other thing about 420 day fiance you should follow the show okay you should also subscribe to the show subscribe to the show leave a rating five stars nothing less uh we'll get to reviews in the next episode but for today follow us on twitter and instagram at 420 day fiance and then twitch www.twitch.tv slash 420 day fiance because that's where we will be doing some live video streams so you can see just how stoned we normally look i look awful y'all you don't you don't want to see this mess on camera uh, you look great no no come on say more actually say less uh come so on. you are so pretty ah, so do that uh make sure you, you get signed up for all that uh we will keep coming with more juicy bits about the show uh and for that uh, you can follow me, Sophia Alexandra, on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia S O F I Y A, and on my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown, with my co-host Courtney Kosek. It's so cool that you mentioned that because actually, the next guest on the podcast is Miles Gray. What? It's true. Okay, fantastic. We'll be talking about a lot of cool stuff like mm-hmm. racism and relationships and. Mm-hmm just you know oh yeah oh yeah actually that isn't dope shit yeah if you want to actually see it'll basically be a very intimate version of us talking about real shit 
Uh, but it is interesting about yeah, you know, interracial dating, whatever, all kinds of we touch all kinds of all kinds of topics. Yeah, yeah. So um, and in the meantime, you can follow me, Miles Gray, on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. And you can listen to me on my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist, every day on iHeartRadio. All right. Uh, until then, peace and blessings, and we'll just see you on the next one later. Bye. Bye. Looking to make a positive impact on the health and wellness of your community? Achieve your biggest goals with Duquesne University's School of Pharmacy. Prepared for success, our students benefit from a 99% job placement rate and a six-figure average starting salary. Choose from Bachelor, Doctor of Pharmacy, and graduate programs offered online and on campus, or transfer in. Specialize in areas such as pediatrics, acute care, or research. Visit duq.edu slash pharmacy. Hey, it's Joe Buck and Oliver Hudson, and we have a podcast called Daddy Issues, a production of iHeartRadio and Cavalry Audio. On the show, we talk about being dads and friends and parenting and everything that's going on in our lives as working fathers. Join us every Thursday for brand new episodes. We have a ton of exciting guests, hilarious segments coming up that you're not going to want to miss. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.